The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the doors were locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, He breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. Thomas, called Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples said to him, We have seen the Lord, but he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and put my fingers into the nail marks, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Now a week later the disciples were again inside, and Thomas was with them. Jesus came, although the doors were locked, and stood in their midst and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands, and bring your hand and put it into my side, and do not be unbelieving, but believe. Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you come to believe because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples that are not written in this book, but these are written that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that through this belief you may have life in his name. The Gospel of the Lord. The doors were locked that day in Jerusalem because the disciples knew that they were in terrible danger. If they were caught, 
These companions of Jesus, they knew they would be arrested, imprisoned, probably tortured, maybe even crucified like Jesus himself. And so they were terrified. Now, fear in itself is not wrong. God gave us, in fact, the passion of fear in order to protect us from danger. But in the grip of fear, we know we can very easily fall into sin. When we're afraid, we lose our capacity to think clearly, to act deliberately. And instead, we act on sheer instinct, doing whatever we can to protect ourselves, to get out of danger. And so when fear rises up in our hearts, the enemy of our human nature is always there to suggest some subtle temptation. Let's say at work, you know, a conversation with your boss goes badly and you feel afraid. You might get a bad review. You might even lose your job. You want to protect yourself. And then all of a sudden the thought might arise. Go over his head. Make a bad report about your boss to his boss. Make him look bad before he can make you look bad. See, the fear is natural, but the devil uses fear as an occasion to propose sin, in this case, calumny, under the appearance of self-protection. It looks like a reasonable way out to protect ourselves from danger, but in fact, as soon as we consent to sin, then the devil, who strung us along with soft words and empty promises, turns on us like a raging lion. Look what you did. How could you? You coward. You useless good-for-nothing. You're just a loser, aren't you? You'll never change. On and on and on. And as we bear the shame and the consequences of our sin, both interior and exterior, then what began in fear can very quickly end up in despair, because what seemed to be a way out of suffering was only a way deeper in. We may even begin to believe that sin... And the misery that sin causes will last forever. That there's no way out. But like the disciples in today's gospel, on the verge of despair, behind locked doors, terrified to come out, Jesus shows up in the midst of our fear, in the place of our pain, our misery, our sin. And he says... You screw up. Why do you keep on sinning? Why do I have to keep on rescuing you? No, Jesus says, Shalom, peace be with you. In the midst of our sin and our shame, the doors may be locked, but Jesus has the key to each of our hearts. And so he comes in and stands beside us. And his word, peace, peace, is powerful and effective. When he says peace, he who said light in the beginning and there was light, when he says peace, there is peace. The peace that surpasses all understanding. The peace that drives out fear. And so we realize that Jesus is the one and only way out. Jesus is the way out of fear. The way out of sin. And all the misery that comes from sin. The way out of the self-made prisons of our hearts where we lock ourselves away. Jesus is the answer to the whisperings of the tempter, and to the lies of the accuser. Jesus, the face of divine mercy, 
the love of God who comes down into our misery to heal and to save us, bearing away sin and setting us free to live in a new way. See, the mercy of God, which is shown to us in Jesus Christ, the mercy of God is more than just tolerance. Jesus does not tolerate our sin. No, he comes into our places of sin and he bears sin and all its consequences away upon the cross, taking them all upon himself. And now Jesus Christ, risen from the dead as conqueror of sin and of death, makes it possible for us to live and to choose differently. With Jesus, in the peace of his presence, we can choose to bless those who persecute us and to respond with love instead of hatred. We can choose to renounce sin and worldly vices and take our misery instead to him who truly bears it away and gives us only merciful love in return. Today at this Holy Mass, Jesus stands in our midst, offering us these gifts of peace and freedom. Choose to accept them. As we receive Jesus' mercy incarnate in the Holy Eucharist, choosing to receive his peace, his freedom, his mercy, Our souls are filled to overflowing with a peace that blows open the doors that were locked out of fear and drives out the spirits of the evil one. And as we live in this peace of God's presence, we discover a dazzling truth that misery, the consequence of sin, is a thin and empty and passing thing. It does not last forever. It scatters and disappears before the coming of God like dust before the wind. But mercy, the love of God for sinners, his mercy endures forever. And we who choose Jesus, who choose peace, who choose freedom, choose mercy, choose a life of repentance, we will live forever in the heart of mercy, the kingdom of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, now and ever, and unto the ages of ages. Amen.